Welcome to Stampede No Like and Trust. Here we are again with Stampede No Like and Trust. What's going on with the show today, Troy? We are excited. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, New Year's. Happy New Year. Right? Yeah. 2022, baby. It's going to be awesome. COVID is raging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, I, it's I, these I, other things. I heard the thing. There's a swamp in uh, India uh, again. Yep. So it, I, um, I don't know if people know, but I, um, I have business in India. And so having 45 people all locked down at the same time is really hard for finan- oh. your finances. It doesn't work well. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Lockdowns don't work good for business. Who knew that? Who knew? Who knew? Small business Crazy. knows. <laughs> well, today uh, we have a, an amazing guest, a great guest, uh, Jason Hewlett in the house today. Jason, thank you for being on the show. So exciting. Thanks for having me, you guys. Good to be here with you. This, this is Jason's show today. We are going to get to know, like, and trust him and and dig deep, Jason. So so no, don't hold anything back. I'm probably talking to the wrong person. I don't think Jason holds back, does he? No. That's <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> no holds barred. That's no holds barred. So you, here's how it's going to work. We are going to spin the wheel. We're going to spin the first wheel of no. We're just going to jump right into it. We got no news. We got no stuff to talk about, right, Troy? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Just uh, Stampede Digital Systems is the host of the program. Yep. And uh, we teach, we help people do podcasting uh, among other digital services. And so we are excited to bring amazing people like Jason. Uh, can I call you Coach Jason, Jason? Hey, sure, man. I like that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Take it away, Bobby. Explain all right. <laughs> all right. So, we're going to spin the wheel of no here in the beginning. Uh, who knows what will happen? I have it already up, so we don't have to go look for it this time. Uh, the wheel is ready to spin. So, Jason, are you, are you really focused? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling the energy of the no right now? Oh, yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring Here it we on. Go. This is it. Okay. I am spinning the wheel. Oh, boy. Uh, wait. <clears throat> oh, interesting. Okay. okay. <laughs> this okay, is this good. is interesting. This yeah. is good. All right, so you, the, this is the question. Most famous person you've met? Aha, uh-huh. well. And the story around you, it. Can I give you two? Because they're probably about equal. The first is Muhammad Ali. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if it gets more famous than Rhodes him. Like I was, butterfly. I, be- Stings like I believe I was 15 years old. It was at the Heber Valley... Uh, well, it, it's actually in Midway. It's called the Homestead, and it was a golf course. Yeah, and yeah. he was there on behalf of Senator Orrin Hatch of Utah, sure. and it was uh, it was a golf tournament. My dad introduced me to Muhammad Ali, and my dad had never met him either. But I'll never forget. He walked up and he said, "This is my son, Jason, and this Jason, this is the greatest of all time." And Muhammad Ali looked at me and he said. I am the greatest of all time. Yes, you are. <laughs> and he was very nice. We talked for about a minute or two. And uh, yeah, that was the most famous person I met early on in life. And then uh, a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to be the be the entertainment for Bill Gates' birthday party. And oh, so wow. I, ha- I found a niche for myself years ago when I was an entertainer in Las Vegas, that I was capable of doing uh, 
clean comedy and music performances for families and corporations and eventually the billionaires came calling and so i became known as the guy who could entertain people that had seen everything and it was a neat niche that i had so i got to perform for a lot of really wealthy guys and they're wonderful people and bill gates was the most famous one of that part of my life so, so I, how did that work did did like a person call up and go hey uh, bill's having a party um <laughs> could you hook, very, could, would you be cool was, with hooking us up with your your stuff how did that work? How did they get in very, contact with you? Was it Bill? Hey, Jason, this is Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling out an android. Uh, yeah. He, no, I didn't even get to meet him until like the very end of the night. Like it was almost like a, let's see if it's good enough kind of a thing. And so <laughs> it was, it was a thing where I had been at another billionaire's party and they, they saw me there and good friends with him. And so then heard about me from that and brought me to an event. And I mean, it was like I was vetted for a while, but oh. uh, eventually I got to do a lot of these neat parties like that. And and so, yeah, I mean, I don't even have the contact information of these people yet. Some of them made me sign non-disclosure agreements and stuff wow. to not even be able to talk about it like I am right now. So I don't, I don't think we had that. <laughs> so you one. could have met someone more famous, <laughs> yeah, he could have. Yeah. but we can't know. Yeah, this is right. a top secret. That's it right. may be true. <laughs> wow. If you might, if you met Michael Jackson, wink twice. <laughs> oh, he's oh, you do some great. He does some great Michael Jackson. Sorry to throw that out there, but you, uh, I have, I, I am a fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a fan of Jason's. I've, I've, I've watched all of your YouTube crap, dude. I've watched it all. I swear. Uh, I'm like this. This is a performer right here. This is a performer. Anyway, sorry. Two cents. I sorry. I get off my my uh, fa uh, whatever I am fanboy fanboy fan that's he, what he I gets was very geeky when he meets famous people <laughs> yeah 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 I yeah when I met Chuck Norris I, I started to stutter and, and I got stupid but <laughs> luckily but, he but my he favorite is how you said I'm a fanboy and I watched all your YouTube crap. That's my favorite line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crap is, that's the term, you know, my era, crap meant good stuff. See, oh, crap meant good stuff. <laughs> I, I'm the same way, but I was like, wow, I haven't heard anyone use that on a formal podcast. Well, well done, Bobby. I was hoping I was going to sneak that right by because right after I said it, I'm like, hmm, crap kind of sounds bad <laughs> for, a, for a big old fame, uh, uh, fanboy. It's and sick, he, bro. It's sick. He didn't let me spit it. See, see Jason's not going to just let that slide. That's good. That's, That's good. good. Keep us humble, man. Okay. So funny. Yeah, you awesome. guys should see all the other crap I've done. <laughs> so, so what is the what is your YouTube channel called? Does it have a name? It's just my name, Jason Hewlett. But you know, it's uh, I mean, there's about 30 views. Apparently, 29 of them are from Bobby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, yeah, me, you me know, my wife if you need to pick me up, here's here's the thing. There's there's great comedians out there, but there, and I'm just gonna say it. There, there's not a lot of even kind of clean though. Right. The, the, and I believe it is a lot. I think you're just a a a more. Um, geez, what's the word I'm looking for? Wholesome. Not wholesome. No. Talented. talented. More talented to be able to be super freaking funny oh, yeah. and not say the F-bomb every other word. 
And, and, and let's face it, I mean, the F word is kind of funny a little bit if it doesn't offend you. But I just think you have to have a lot more talent to actually be funny by saying really cool, funny stuff. So anyway, yeah. geez, I, I hate to keep throwing that out there. But anyway. I like the Metallica bit. That was awesome. Metallica bit? Yeah. Oh, of his? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you Hush did the dry the bar. Baby, don't say a word. Ah. Yeah, that's good stuff. But, you know, I appreciate that, Bobby, what you're saying about the comedy. And the truth is, you know, there's a place for every comedy guy, every comedian, entertainer, you name it. They all have their their niche, their signature moves, as I like to say. And really, mine just came down to a matter of making a choice a long time ago who was going to be in my audience. And it was really based around wanting to do things for families. And so that was a simple choice to make, but I made it a long time ago. And yeah, it, it did involve a Michael Jackson incident, not not having met him, but performing as him as an impersonator. And we could talk about it another time if you wanted, but I'm just saying I had to make a choice to not go there in terms of my language and my actions and other things. And that conscious choice has driven my entire career. It's been yeah. a good one. Well, yeah. and it, it's, a, it's a really good segue into this No Like Trust podcast. Because here, here we are, entertainers, um, business people, and we need people to know us. And once they get to know, then they can reject or accept, oh, no, we want the potty mouth, right? Right. Oh, no, we want the clean. And so, so suddenly by, by sticking to something, and, and, and I don't know, um, Jason, is that who you are? Are you, are you pretty good? You know, you don't cuss and, <laughs> and you know tie your shoes every day and zip up your pants and button everything but buttons up and you know good clean or, or are you pretty kind of filthy uh, you know on the slide and this is just an act oh yeah i mean if if there's not congruence on and off the stage then there is something missing within the force that you have to perform what you are supposed to and so yeah i i do my best to be my best off the stage and hopefully that comes through in my presentations so that people go gosh i felt something different with that guy what's going on and then they realize that i'm just a i'm just a normal everyday dude who does my best to keep it family friendly and keep everybody entertained at the same time i'm living my values and they're very important to me so yeah uh, i would say actually a lot of people have said to me uh when they've seen me perform they're surprised that it is clean the whole time and they laughed the whole time without going to the curse words or anything suggestive but then they even meet me and get to know me off stage and they're even more surprised that i'm i really am that way yeah you're a real person and no like and trust it's the whole point of you know there will be people that won't like that that do want this or that and and we can't be everything for everybody and we shouldn't try to be right. and and marketing is so that you should not be marketing to everybody, you should be marketing to your people, to the people that you know you can assist, that you can do good things for, that you can change their lives, and you will find the right. But you, you have to be congruent. You have yeah, to be congruent. That, that makes right. so much sense for not just stage performing and living your life, but uh, as as a business owner, you know, there's there's some people that I've I've heard stories where they they've cut corners in their business and they're like I'm this honest person uh, all the time but in their business it's whatever it takes right and uh, and when, once that congruency falls apart 
then uh, then the then the business falls apart. And it's it's just the the opposite too. There's people that um, are are not good people at home, but at business they run a good solid positive business. But that person can't sell their business. They need to hire someone else to sell it because they're they're not worthy of their own business. Right. Yeah, uh, but. But business is business. Personal is personal. That's totally different, right, Jason? Those two things should never meet. Uh, and I don't know how to do that. I, I know that I found a long time ago that I am the business. The business is me. And so my integrity is my harmony. My harmony is my integrity. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's why it matches up for a lot of my clients. There are people that call and they'll say, hey, can you come and do this for this type of a company? And when we find out what the company does, we actually turn them away and just say, hey, that doesn't fit within our branding. And they say, well, we have your full fee. And I say, and that's great. I hope you'll find the right fit. Let me help you find somebody. Mm. Uh, and it's weird to turn away a client, um, but it's also, you know, it's important to stand for what we believe in and what I call keep the promise. Yeah. Keep the promise. I, I think those are words that every business owner should live by. That. You, you be who you are be the integrity and you can't i mean there are people out there that could that rip people off that make lots of money but you can't make anything great by doing that you can't build something masterful or that's long lasting if you're like that okay wow are are you up for the next spin this one Heck yes. this one might get a little crazy this one might get a little Free, we up the ante of the questions or uh well i don't know what we do but anyway i'm gonna tell a story yeah. so the yeah. first one is to know and then this one is to like so or, or not or yeah this one could backfire just it's up to you it's <laughs> <laughs> just telling a story yeah just tell a story this should help you with kind of pulling out a story of your life or whatever i'm spinning the wheel now Oh, oh and, so hmm. exciting, so exciting. Make sure I'm pressing the right one. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Woo! Uh, <laughs> oh, boy, yes. Uh, Sorry, uh, Jason. Does he have the option to... Uh, well, I don't know. We're going to have to tell him what it is and then see what he thinks. So what the wheel has said is, and all it says, now this is up to you to define it however you want, to, to, to take that however you want to, but it says committed a crime. I can tell a story. <laughs> you can tell us committed a crime. Does that help you at all, Jason? <laughs> you know, I haven't been convicted of a crime, and I don't recall committing one. Unfortunately, for this answer. <laughs> unfortunately, for your podcast. So is, I am a failure at this one. But is there any? <clears throat> go ahead. Go ahead. Well, here's using. what I would here's what I would say about that if I could spin it my own way. Yes. Uh, I have spoken at the prison, the state prison, at least a dozen times, mm -hmm. to the men and the women incarcerated there, and I'll tell you something: these people, whether they were caught doing something, uh, you know, very secretively on the financial side, or a lot of them are, you know, people that are there that just did something that you go, oh man, that's a really simple thing that you could get away with and then unfortunately got caught and it's weird to walk into a room full of men that all look like they could be your 
priest or bishop, and that's what it was. I remember the first time going there and seeing all these good, nice, clean-cut people where I was expecting kind of more like the Johnny Cash situation, you know, like, I hear the train coming, it's rolling around the bend, like, is this water? And, you know, like that kind of thing. But this crowd was wonderful people. And I think that we can commit a crime and uh, and get away with it for a little while. Some of these guys didn't, and, and uh, they ended up there. And it was good for them, actually. A majority of them are grateful to be there because it does help them to rediscover themselves and redefine their purpose and their place. And I love talking to them because there are very few audiences that are so appreciative of me appearing at their event. You know, it's one thing to perform for accountants who are laughing silently inside. And it's another thing to, <laughs> it's another thing to perform for prisoners and give them a motivational message that they're sitting there weeping and laughing and it's it's a really wonderful experience so no i have not yet committed a crime that i can even answer this question right but i've performed for many people that have and those are those are still very special and important people and i've helped a lot of them when they've come out to get a job because they've changed i think that's the perfect answer to the yeah, question that was, that was absolutely that really cool and i i would like to add sometimes people do things and that's not really who they are necessarily you know that we 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 a lot of times wrap that around prison and all that that that's just bad bad people and and sometimes people just do something stupid and 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 that and they and they realize that and i think for me the key even even just for me is when i when i make bad choices or or do something that has a consequence, I become a better person right. when I handle that correctly. Right. You know what I mean? It's an opportunity to be a better human being. Right. And so thank you. I think that was the perfect yeah. answer to that question. Yeah. Um, yes, very and, good. You know, and I, I just, it, and it really makes, it brings out that light because, you know, I just really felt really connected to Jason because it, you can tell that he had empathy with with people who are in a really hard spot and so i, I appreciate that he's doing that and be that having those choice uh, opportunities and probably well, some, go ahead Jason. thanks troy and you know the the fact is the that you're completely right bobby that's not who they are a majority of them they just did one dumb stupid thing thinking they could get away with it or they just you know kind of turned a blind eye to something they should have said something about and when we're an accomplice or we're just mixed up in the wrong thing, do we have the integrity and the promise to ourselves to say, I'm going to back away from this. I'm going to get out. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to uh, say something when it needs to be said. And these people, these men and these women that I've seen that have been rehabilitated in that fashion, it's of their spirit, their soul and of their mind. They, they come back much stronger and, and even better. In fact, there are friends of mine that, uh, have have set up you know organizations to help rehabilitate them back into the or reintegrate them back into society and that is such a fulfilling thing to see somebody who is completely at zero or even with that black mark they're not at zero it's in an, it's in it's the negative, negative yeah. and so yeah. they have to work extra hard to prove their worth and value and that's not fair to them and 
and uh, I've seen a lot of these guys really turn into something incredible. In fact, I have a couple friends that are great motivational speakers. They've changed my business and my life because of my association with them, and I'm all the better for that. Yeah. Oh, well, that was good. It was good. <clears throat> Drop the mic. Perfect. Boom. Well, we do have one last question. There is no wheel to spin, uh, but we do want this. This is the trust piece, and, and it is the most important part of marketing and connecting with people. We, a lot of times business owners will, will talk about marketing and sales synonymously, and they are actually way two different things. They are not the same thing. And marketing is is a a very magical thing. If you can get people to know, like, and trust you, then the sales happen. That 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 part will happen if if your your product is or service is worth anything. So as far as trust goes, I think that the, the we feel, and I think this whole project is getting down to the why you're doing what you're doing, why you do it. Uh, what motivates you? This is this is where that true trust comes when we hear that, because we know, and you know, we all talk about why. Everybody understands that why is very important. So I'm just going to turn over. We're just going to turn the mic over to you, Jason, and kind of explain that trust, that why you do what you do, and and I'm just going to let you have it. I love that question and that thought. I, I do what I do because I'm on this earth to spread joy. That's my signature move. That's my life promise and mission. And I understand that when we make and keep promises, we have a more fulfilling and promise-filled, happy, purposeful life. And so I break it up into three segments or elements within my speech. I say that every single person on this planet has first an audience. That would be your clients, your customers, those people that you serve. And then we have a promise the second one would be to the family. The family could be, you know, you guys as a podcast. It could be the family at work and it could be the family at home. So we'll just umbrella all of those under the word family. And the final promise element is the promise to the one. And the one is yourself. And so what kind of promises are you making or breaking to you? Because uh, I wrote a book called The Promise to the One. And there will be other books coming uh, hopefully book, sooner than way. later. Oh, thank you. Uh, and, you know, there will be more books coming someday, I'm, I'm hopeful of. But the promise to the one is about the promise you make to yourself. And so often we think it's the promise to my boss or the promise to the company, promise to my spouse or the promise to my child. Those things are all very important. But there is a promise to self that must be made in order for us to give, deliver, and serve others at a, the highest level of engagement we possibly can. And that's why I like to say that a promise is the highest level of engagement we commit to in any experience. And so what is your definition of promise for you? And, uh, you know, it, essentially it comes down to, I will do what I say I'm going to do. And if we're willing to live at that level of commitment, we're not going to let people down. We're going to do our best not to let ourselves down. And of course, our customers, our clients, they'll see that in us as well. And when it comes to sales and marketing and all those things you guys do, I'll tell you, I never thought I would be a sales guy or a marketer or have to learn how to do website and, and WordPress and all these things. And 
here I am. I've been in business now uh, as a solopreneur for over 20 years. It's a miracle. I've had to learn all kinds of crazy stuff that I'm actually not good at at all. And I've had to discover the signature moves of talented people like my CPA who are, who's way better at it than me. I lean into his signature moves while I applaud as he does my taxes and he applauds when I'm on stage. And so what are the gifts and talents of the people around us and how can we help them live their promise? I know that in sales itself, I've never been good at reaching out and opening a door that was closed to me. But I do know in marketing that anytime I can get on a stage, I will land a lot of deals because when people see me and hear me, they say, I want that guy at my event, or I want him to coach me, or we need to refer him. And so my whole marketing, my whole career has always been to get on stage, to be seen, to prove that the product works, and then they hire me. And a lot of people don't like that path when other speakers have come to me and said, how do I make it in this business? You know, where do I go? Where do I pitch? And I say, just get on stage. If you're great on your stage, if your presentation performance is at the highest level of integrity and greatness, your business will be built that way, one gig at a time. And a lot of people don't like that because they feel it's too grassroots. But I believe that when we make a promise in our performance and we deliver at the highest level possible, our clients will trust us. And that's when they truly will know, like, and trust us. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. One of the things that I I tell people, um, no marketing is worse than bad marketing. So so go out there and and especially, you know, Jason, you're being you. you and, and I think this is why people don't want to do this. Um, because when we're marketing ourselves and we're congruent, we're actually exposing who we are to rejection. And but but that's that's and and then when we get that rejection, we get the negative, well now suddenly we have a chance to improve and pivot. And, and, and get better. Or say we're Great. horrible and worthless and pathetic. But if, but if we go in our shell and we say, well, I'm not going to market myself. I'm not going to until I'm perfect. You know? You've got to put yourself out you, there. You've you got you to gotta go out and you've got to make a mistake. I mean, and Jason, I'm, I'm probably, you know, you probably never made a mistake when you were first starting out. <laughs> but but the rest of us, yes. Did, did, you ever, did you ever flub it up pretty bad? Oh man, I've made every mistake in the book. And I, I'll tell you, I, I wrote in my fr- very first book, which was called Signature Moves, How to Stand Out in a Sit-Down World. I devoted an entire chapter to the subject of failing frequently. And that was before, that was a hot topic of, you know, over the last decade. But I'll tell you, the more I fail, the closer I get to success. And I believe that. Yeah. And so yeah. making those mistakes early on and quickly is very important. So true. I agree, and and but and but the reason we don't want to, I think, is because we're afraid of, of, exposing who we are, to rejection. Yeah, yeah. But, and I think as you see influencers and people out there, they absolutely put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. The, the the great influencers, no, and I tell people all the time, you want to get above the noise, then be vulnerable, because that's the only thing you have that's that's unique. Your vulnerability is the only thing you have that's unique, right? Right. And and I think like you like you said, Jason, a lot of people don't want to do that. 
I just want the the things I have to do to manipulate people enough to give me money. And that's a that's a tough road to hoe that usually doesn't come out on a very good side. Yeah. Yeah, well said. And you know, uh, I appreciate Brett that you even said that my book was good. I mean, you know, when you write a book, especially as vulnerable as mine is, it's it's funny. But I really share some warts in there about broken promises as to why I've become an expert at the process of helping someone to create their promised life. And man, in that book, I've I've you know, I'm exposing a lot. And the truth is, it's a baby to me. Yeah. If somebody says they don't like your book or they put a negative review on Amazon or something, that's like going up to somebody with a stroller at the grocery store and going, that is such an ugly baby. <laughs> that's my baby. You're dead to me. You're dead to You're me now. Dead to me. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? That's how it feels writing a book. That's how it feels having a YouTube channel with a bunch of crap. <laughs> videos all over it. You know, and you, you've got videos that, and I know that's an endearing word between you and me now, Bobby, forever, but I'll tell you, those videos, I'll, when I read the comments, it tears me apart because I try not to take it personal. But man, when you're an artist and you're like, yeah, this is something I created, and then someone says, you know, I, I hope you die by wildfire or whatever. You're like, oh, my God. Like, I'm just trying to share my gifts. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, important to put yourself out there. You know, that I, I think I want to ask that question then to, to, to people that are listening. Uh, you, you just said it. It's, it's scary. Is there something? So I read a book a long time ago, The Four Agreements, and the one the one thing that changed my life was the second I didn't take things personal. I was so I was like you, I, I, I was a creator, and and if nobody loved it, then I was crushed. Or if 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 somebody gave me any kind of you know uh, what's the word criticism criticism that's it yeah perfect uh, I was just crushed. But for some reason, reading that book and and finding out that nothing is really personal because everybody has their own situation and their own world when they tell you they that you suck it's really about them it's not about you so taking that personal is wasted wasted on you because it's really their problem because you'll have just as many people on those those crap YouTube stuff uh, that say how amazing it is and how much you made me laugh and, and, and how, man, you're the coolest thing on the planet. And you could take that personal. And, and, and I've learned I can't even take, I shouldn't even take that on because I should just be okay with who I am. And, and I think uh, when we, I know when I learned that, my whole world changed. My whole world changed. it. How do you feel, Jason? Beautifully said, man. I love it. I once saw a presenter stand up had a huge whiteboard behind him and he grabbed a black marker and put a dot right in the middle and he goes, hey, what do you guys see up here? And we all go, a black dot. <laughs> of course. And he goes, what about the whiteboard? <laughs> and we were like, the black dot. You know? And he goes, isn't that interesting that we all see just that one little dot and it's so true. I, I would do an event and people would come up to me and hug me and kiss me and I'm signing babies and they're giving me <laughs> tips and I'm getting cards and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to kill it this year. This is amazing. And then one person comes up and goes, Hey, you know, uh, 
your eyebrows are a little too close together. And I'm like, ah, and then I just <laughs> fall apart. <laughs> I'm at Wendy's eating four Baconators by myself, like just keeping. <laughs> and so we, you're right. We can't take it personal, but also one negative comment can kill 99 great ones oh, so until true. we shift our frame of mind and we say, you know, that's the story that person told for themselves and they're just throwing it back at me. Yep. And yeah. so how can we embrace all those other great comments and not n not necessarily throw away the negativity that comes, but see if there is any truth in it, because that can improve our performance when we get a negative review on yeah. Google or something as a business owner. You know, you could be like, well, that guy's a jerk, but you could also be like, well, maybe our customer service wasn't as joyful that one fine day. And what can we do about it? I think that's and, perfect. And how, how grateful, I mean, as a business owner you are to get that feedback because, one, it means someone actually took the time to uh, provide some information about your product that you otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah, and if you, if you don't take it personal, then you can look at it at that one. way. <laughs> that's right. Do what? I stopped at one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't take it personal, then you don't you, – you can look – at it rationally and openly and learn from it instead of instead of uh become you know put up your walls and all that good stuff this is this is good stuff yeah. i want to do something did you have something to say Troy? I just yeah i just wanted to uh, comment with what jason said regarding reviews um because this is a marketing show mm -hmm. and we have and stampede digital systems has marketing tools if, if folks go to stampedeme.com they can get their own uh, account a uh, free account and in there we have some tools that will connect you to all of the uh, reviews that are occurring <coughs> with Google and Facebook and allow you to respond to those and that's part that's one of the marketing secrets that that people can learn right we're doing the no like trust as a as a strategy but then there's all these little tools in there and in in responding to reviews will help your your Google will index those. It helps your, um, it creates domain authority, um, and it also gives you just like we're talking about feedback on on how to improve. And I think not only that, no like and trust. I mean, when I'm looking something up on Amazon, do, does anybody not go to the reviews when you go buy something on Amazon? I always I I go straight to the reviews and I go straight to the the one stars first. I know that's pathetic, but I go to the one stars first to see if that person is just a wacko. Because most of the time, it's a wacko unless the product really is bad. That's right. <laughs> and, 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 and if you go to a review site and you see that the, the business is responding to every one of them, yes. you start to trust them so much quicker. Yeah, and so true. So for small business, use that as a way to get people to know, like, and trust you because you're responding. Awesome. And I have a challenge for your listeners, and I challenge every audience that I recall that I've spoken with, as I say, are you only leaving negative reviews? Because a, a majority of the time when we have a negative experience, we race right to Google or Amazon and we do that negative review. I'm going to ruin this guy. I'm going to ruin their business, right? And we just, that's just kind of a normal reaction. But the question is, how many positive reviews have you done lately? And if you are a business owner, if you are in marketing, you know the value of that. So why aren't you doing that every day with every experience for everybody? And I'll tell you that good karma will come right back to you. I love 
love that. So true. I, I want to do something different that we, we, we haven't done. I don't, I don't know why, but I just think this, sh- this show was really good, and we, we've got some, some powerful gold nuggets from Jason. Can we go around our crazy little host room and get a takeaway from each person, just a real quick takeaway from the show? Are you guys okay with doing a takeaway? And, Jason, could you, like, round us out with being the last person with your takeaway? You cool with that? Yes, Awesome. Sir. Ryan, let's just go this way around the room. We'll, we'll go end with uh, Brett and then Jason. <clears throat> What's your takeaway from the show? Well, um, <clears throat> it's always good to have Jason on on a show. So he, he always I, makes it. Good. He, he's awesome. I'm your so. second <clears throat> biggest fan, probably. <laughs> 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 Anyways, <clears throat> um, yeah. Every time I watch Jason, I always um, think about the promise. And at the end of the day, did I? Li- and integrity is really a big part of me. And uh, actually, um, I feel that everybody should see a therapist and have your mental state checked. And so I, I, I do uh, see a, a therapist on occasion, and, and uh, we, we talked about some things. And something that came up was really hard is uh, when people uh, try not to let people down. That was really hard for me if I let people down. And so anyways, um, and what I learned from The Promise and – and being integrity is just do your best and not take it personal. Yeah. So those are my takeaways. Powerful. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very similar to what Ryan saw about just that promise. Um, that, and you can tell that Jay, that's what Jason's life's about. And, um, you know, I was in the Marine Corps. And in the Marines, I was in life and death situations. And, and so it, it's like hit me really hard from really when I was younger, just how powerful it is when you do what you say you're going to do and just how it really is life and death. And, and, and I, I'm not talking about life and death as physical. But I'm talking about spiritual and mental. Right? It's life and death when we live in a world where people say stuff and then it doesn't happen. <coughs> And, and and so just just to today I was just thinking you know that's more of the person that I want to become is that you know, on on all the levels uh, basically this is what I say I'm gonna do and then I do it so thanks Jason yeah awesome <clears throat> for me uh, it just really hit me hard that uh, I I just I should be me and 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 live who I am not try to be somebody else or or try to be something special or different or whatever but but I should live my core and and I think every business owner that really grasps that and says I'm going to live my core you will gain no like and trust and people will want to do business with you if you live who you because in this day and age we see it really quickly when somebody's full of crap we do we see it so quickly. And you, you can't fake truth. You can't fake it. I, I talk about logic sometimes, and I say, you know, logic is, you know, it's either false or it's true. That, that's log- it's that easy. If there's two truths, then it's true. But if there's a true and a false, it's still false. It's all false. But a true is always a true, and you can't fake that. Right. So anyway, I just really... Hmm 
hope that people listen and, and, and be who they are, not try and figure out a new marketing crack or hack or, or whatever, but just be themselves and you will go so much further. Brett. Awesome. Well, I, uh, I remember from uh, The Promise to the One, uh, one of the things that Jason talked about is his um, desire and, and his promise to uh, do uh, to do charitable events. It's like he he goes out there and 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 does some shows for free, and and he's he's got a, a set amount that he does every year, and and he makes sure that he hits that. And and I thought that was really cool when I read the book. Um, but then sitting in here it, talking to Jason and, and hearing his story about uh, going to the prisons, and um, presenting to, to the people in prison and how that has enriched his life. It's, it's not just about um, being charitable at that point. It's about being grateful for these opportunities. And, um, I, and, I, and I, I'm listening to him and, and, and he's, he's telling us about how doing this has, has enhanced his business, that he's made some connections and, and, and is helping people that are getting out of prison that need to turn their lives around and that has enhanced him as a person it's enhanced his business it's improved everything that he stands for and so what my big takeaway is is that uh, these these charitable um, getting involved in in charitable activities uh, is not just for charity it's it's something that uh, that that we do to enhance ourselves and our lives, and I and I was really impressed, and I think that's a beautiful thing. Awesome, nice. Jason. Wow, you guys, that's really amazing to hear all of your great thoughts, and thank you very much for uh, having me on here and for the very kind things you've said. I'll tell you what I was uh, thinking as you were speaking there, Brett. I thought you know. Uh, what did I do today? You know, in my business, <laughs> I mean, I did get up before five o'clock and go to the gym. Like that was the thing I did for me. And then the whole day I've, I just realized I haven't made one penny today, but what I did do is I, uh, I took something to a friend who lost a child and I went and bought them a nice, uh, gift and I wrote him a handwritten note and drove it over there. Uh, then I sat and worked with a young speaker who doesn't have the kind of money to pay for my critiquing and helped him with his speech. And uh, now we're on this podcast and I don't think a check's coming, you know, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> Send you a the, thank you the, card. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the thank you card. And here's the point. What I love about all of that is that that was my whole day perfectly designed to do service, to do wow. what I'm about. And I didn't even realize that until Brett was talking because I was thinking that like I was really productive today, you know, and that I, I must've made some headway in my sales or my marketing or whatever. And perhaps I didn't until now that I'm on this podcast, which is great. But the point really comes down to, am I keeping a promise to myself? Am I keeping the promise to be the best version of what I can be with my skill set, my signature moves? And what I like about how you guys are keeping your promise is that you're doing this podcast together. I think it's fascinating. 
that you would take the time to interview somebody and do it consistently enough to have at least 70 episodes so far and that you're going to keep going. And so to encourage the business owner who thinks to themselves, where did the day go? What did I do? Maybe you were just serving. Maybe you were just being a good person. And to the business owner or the marketing person who's saying, do I start the podcast? Or do I go live on Facebook? Should I even write a blog? Because I don't know if anyone's going to read it. Press the button. Just do it. Be brave enough. Don't worry about your ego. Don't worry about the black dot in the middle of the whiteboard. Go for it. Share your gifts, your talents, your skills. It is the signature move that the world needs. And in keeping that promise, you can bless a lot of lives. And maybe someone will call your videos crap. But that means they love you. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a feeling I'm never going to live that down. Jason, I thank, love you guys. seriously, th- thank you so much for being on the show. This is, it, it, I, I'm always humbled when we have you know great people that have such good insight, and and I'm just grateful that they took the time yep. to, to 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 just talk with us, and hopefully someone out there. And I say this in other podcasts that if only one person listens to the show, and we've saved them from something, or they've they're better because of it then it's absolutely 100% worth it absolutely so thank you Jason um, one question so how do how do we get a hold of you to hire you and you know how do the folks out there you know website uh, email we, address phone number blah, blah 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 should we just ask Bill Gates's people to contact <laughs> you is that I'm sure they wiped that from their memory <laughs> the, <laughs> that's a clean hard drive um, let's see <laughs> JasonHewlett.com. If you can spell Hewlett like the Hewlett-Packard printer that doesn't work in your office, that's it. (laughs) JasonHewlett.com, or you could just go to LinkedIn. I'm very active on social media. I have have a couple people that follow me, and I try to post something positive every day. And so those are the best places. And if you're interested in the book, it's on Audible, where I just perform it and read it, and it's pretty fun, Uh, or it's on Amazon. So... Thank you guys for having me. What a pleasure. Thank you, awesome. sir. <clears throat> well, thanks, gentlemen, for once again doing a, another episode. And we will see you all next time in the world of podcasting for Stampede No Bye.